Hello, hello, and welcome back to Bakitaki Season 4, Episode 10. We're gonna look this one up. It's Food Reserve. It's always the most boring names that I don't remember, which makes sense. Uh, so, <laughs> cards on the table. It's been a very busy month for me. Um, you can tell it's a busy month whenever Lindsay is a guest on the podcast. Um, not that I don't think she's in the top echelon of guests, but um, she is, you know, the easiest one to schedule with. Uh, so I usually keep her in the back pocket for when I'm busy, but unfortunately I had Lindsay on, uh, two weeks ago for a horrible episode, uh, that she had to watch, so I didn't feel like, uh, bringing her in again, and I left getting a guest too long, <laughs> I just came back from, uh, Vegas, I was inspired by Kaio Retsu, of course, but we'll get to that next season. Anyway, uh, long rambling story short, I wanted to try something different this week, um, <laughs> Not just because <laughs> I left scheduling a guest too late, um, but I thought it'd be fun to try something. Uh, you know, it's 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 fun to try things out. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, um, or sometimes it, it it does a little bit of both, which I think is has been every example of this um, <laughs> in the past. Uh, so instead of having the cast of Baki join me on this episode, um, we're going to do something a bit different. I'm going to do a commentary. Of the episode, so uh, we've never tried this before. We'll see how it goes, but I'm going to play the episode and just sort of uh, I might pause at certain points, and uh, hopefully this is uh, legal. I'm going to keep the audio pretty quiet in the background, so uh, you know I, I want to keep this work very transformative, um, but you know we'll see. Well. If somebody does end up watching this from, like, uh, Baki's legal team, then, you know what, that means I've made it big. So, all, all upside. Alright, you can hear the Netflix logo. I am going to listen to the theme song, because uh, I can't talk about it enough, honestly. Um, I love this one because, especially the few new guests I've had on who haven't watched Baki, the fact that it starts with an asteroid hitting the Earth really, like, I feel like it's confusing. You're like, wait, what is happening? And then, of course, you cut to a T-Rex fighting a caveman, and you're like, oh, okay, yeah. I guess they'll fight the caveman? No, that can't be it. But that is what's going to happen, which <laughs> is part of why I love this. Uh, this is the part of the theme song I hate. It's just, like, clips from the first episode. Also, fun fact, um, to my understanding, I think that the first episode of this season is based on, like, a bonus thing that wasn't actually a part of the manga. So, like, when he shows up in the airport is when he's supposed to be actually introduced. Anyway. Um, oh, yeah, he's fighting the robot, man. They never... They didn't do too much with that big robot. Oh, this, this part's weird because they use CG animation for some reason. I don't know. It feels like they use it, you know, in the first season they used it for a lot of fights. In this one it feels like they use it like 1% of the time, like you'll just catch something and it just looks odd. But, anyway. Oh, Baki's doing his... I always thought it was a Triceratops pose. But, um, well, I don't want to spoil it, but let's just say it looks bigger than a Triceratops. Although, that's implying that um, this manga is any accurate scale of how big a Triceratops is. Bigger than a mountain, I would say. Alright, so Jack Hanma. Right now, 
He needs to remain he's got as his, stationary as possible. He's got his jaw bandaged up. Moment, our, our beautiful uh, wrestling also, doctor is here. Oh my god, they're just talking over me. This commentary is going to be so difficult. <laughs> We're not intruding. No, All right, no. Tokugawa is talking yeah, to the, no the wrestling doctor. Right. Einstein's here too. Well, he'll have a lot of scar tissue. Meeting Plus, of the minds. His spinal column suffered serious damage, but he shouldn't have any neurological issues. He was in good shape. Fraser Jack already had neurological issues, but <laughs> I guess maybe no new ones. Was unconscious at the time. Exactly. Jack was out cold when he did it. Hmm. Professor Payne, I'm sure you're familiar with these things. With what things? When some people lose consciousness. Indeed, even when they might... I think that Kuraha right now is just sort of gaslighting Professor Payne into believing this is a There's thing. There's an old story about an incident that took place long ago during the war. It's a true story. Oh, it's a true story. I gotta watch this. captured the soldiers of the enemy's domain. Alright. This being wartime, the captives were sentenced to death. Yep. And as they were awaiting execution, the commanding officer of the captured troops made an astonishing proposal. Okay. Once I am beheaded, he said, I will pick up my head and start with life. <laughs> this I is a true story, by the, the way. My captured comrades. I want you to release every one of them that I'm able to run past before falling to the ground. <laughs> laughing in scorn, his captors <laughs> agreed to this ridiculous... Look at me, I'm laughing just like later, these captors. He was put to death. All right, so he gets his head chopped off. As he ran past every one of his men, carrying his own head. So I don't believe this. Um, I will say, this is the you know I I I when I was a child I did a speech on uh, urban legends and uh, one of them that's actually quite interesting is this chicken who had its head cut off and lived for years. Um, they you know they they fed the chicken with a little um, eyedropper right down its gullet. I will say, though, that chickens, um, <laughs> I don't know, a bit different than humans, um, but I, I would say that this, I, I'm going to put true story in quotes for this, but, uh, you know, I do love the idea of Jack Hanma, if you chopped off his head, him just murdering you <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> I feel like he would just, like, his body would instinctively kill you and then go to a restaurant and order a nice steak. But he'd have to pantomime it because his head wasn't there anymore. Anyway. If anyone could do something like that, it would be Jack Hammer. He is Jack Hammer? The f waking and sleeping uh, in the I don't know why they sometimes call him Jack Hammer. I thought that that was like... I don't know if that's like a translation thing or just before... I started watching the show. They established he goes by Jack Hammer, but I don't know. It's funny, I guess. I have no doubt that's what he did. I have no doubt. Scientists in this world have no doubt. There is no scientific method. The scientific method is saying something and then saying you believe it one hundred percent. Oh, Jack broke out of the hospital. Oh, best scene of the season coming up. I shouldn't have left in the middle of our fight. Jack is bowing to Pickle. He just kicked him in the face. He just left the hospital, by the way. Let's finish this. Oh my god, this is so good. Pickle is literally running away from him right now. Like... Many times he had fought and defeated oh beasts God. that were hundreds of times his weight. 
Yeah, that's the thing. When, when Pickle's running away, but it's not because he's actually scared of Jack. It's just because... Sorry, it's not because he's scared of taking damage from Jack, but it's more like as if like a ghost ran up to you. Like, you know, if you're scared of um, a ghost, and then the ghost came in and just started yelling, Let's finish this! Like, it's it's like a slasher film. And Jack on was just walking through the hallway, just like a menacing specter. Pickles just, oh my god. Pickles doing a slow-mo run. It's, it was that he'd oh. never seen anything like this man. See, Jack, Jack can't beat Pickle in a fight, but like this is as close as like this is a respectable. Oh my God! Just cut to it. <laughs> just cut to a punch. Of, a Stegosaurus. I didn't know Pickle ever fought a Stegosaurus. Did he just kill a big snake? Some of these dinosaurs are uh, tough to determine what Pickle was fighting. Alright, we get more shots of all the steroids Jack has. The bone extensions. Okay, now Pickles ran out into the public. Oh my god, can you imagine just doing groceries? And Jack Hanma is chasing this caveman. Oh my god, yeah, look, Fear of Ghosts. Look at that. It's like, I've watched this episode before. <laughs> Alright. At a certain point, though. His pride is stronger than fear. I don't know if that's something that it would be true for most people. Oh yeah, also, Pickle's gonna kick Jack's ass. I don't know if you can tell from the sound. Uh, Jack is spinning around like a fan at about, I'm gonna guess, 60 RPM. Um, it was pretty cartoonish, I would say. It's, it's my biggest problem with when they animate fights. They just, um, you know, they, they take something that's like a panel, which implies motion, and then... I don't know, I guess they just freeze on it, but they gotta keep the motion going, so like, he does a hundred rotations, and it's like, I don't know if that's what the intended effect of the punch was, but... Acknowledge that for the second time in his life, he had lost twice in one day. Yeah, sorry Jack. Loser. <laughs> Alright, he's back in the hospital. <laughs> Thank also, Tokugawa and Einstein are here. I guess they're his best friends. If it looks like the hospital you were in this morning, it's because it is. <laughs> Don't you dare. You've done enough already. I think they're there because they're the only guys who are so weak that, like, Jack wouldn't even uh, pretend to punch them, you know? Like... <laughs> Like, if Katsumi came in and said, like, don't you dare to Jack Hanma, like, he would he would bite his throat off. But, like, if Albert Einstein said that to you, like, what are you accomplishing? Anthropological treasure, and you damaged him in two fights, both of which you lost, and there is not going to be a Oh, my God. What a, what a telling. Jack, my boy. Jack, my boy. Jack Hammer. Oh, my God. Jack is running out of his bed. But Baki's here, thank so God. So, where do you think you're going? Trust me, I know how bad it hurts, Jack. They're doing one of those shots where Jack and Baki are both visible, and you can just realize how 
insane Jack's body proportions are. But anyway. That's how I know it's over. Oh my god. Jack, give it up! Jack look Jack looks like two Bakis in a trench coat. As a fighter, you are all washed up. Washed up. Oh my god. If you never acknowledge a defeat, you'll never be a loser. This was more than just an idea to Jack. That's season one right there. If you never acknowledge defeat, you'll never be a loser. Honestly. Uh, oh, what's more shameful than defeat? If you acknowledge defeat, you're a loser. Okay, Pickle's climbing up a building Sikorsky style. With Jack in one arm. Pickle had carried Jack from the field of battle. Pickle, yeah. I'm just gonna repeat he what the show said. Oh, he handled them gently. So nice. Now that's a ship right there. Pickle hammer. Okay, now this is actually really interesting to me. He tied Jack up to a pole. Which implies that 190 million years ago, Pickle was familiar with ropes and tying knots. Unless we are to argue that he used vines back then. Like a George of the Jungle type of situation. Oh my god. Jack just unhinged his jaw and that scream. Uh, I don't know if I conveyed what happened there very well. Um, that was a flashback where uh, after Jack got his ass handed to him by Pickle, he spun around a bunch. Uh, Pickle took Jack up to the top of a building and tied him up there so they could eat him later. Um, probably the weakest reason so far that uh, Pickle didn't eat somebody, but whatever. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's like, why did he put him on a mountain? Like, Is that what he did with dinosaurs? Like, he would kill a T-Rex and then climb a mountain with the... Like, it doesn't make any sense, but... Uh, I, I'm sorry, I was just so hung up on Pickle using a rope. I mean, am I to believe that? Anyway. Uh, back to Tokugawa's house, I guess. Until the time is right. And do you know oh, Yujiro's there. Right there in front of him. The two of them are just sitting there on the ground. Alright, so Baki and Pickle are sitting across from each other in the arena. Baki's wearing a nice white shirt. Pickle's wearing his loincloth thong. Do you really think that Baki can win? <laughs> I want to hear this answer. Yeah, all these guys are chumps compared to Baki. Yes, that's true. And to be perfectly frank, I could see any one of those three being able to defeat Baki. Yeah, I guess. Man, there is You are quite the gourmet. I just, I just want to take a second to acknowledge a big mistake I had in this podcast, where I think it was in like the first three episodes, somebody was like, do they eat a lot of food on this show? And I said, oh, not really. That was so wrong. They eat so much food on these shows. And it's like, <laughs> I often describe Baki as being a show where it's a passion project of one man who really loves martial arts. But like, he also really loves drawing and discussing food. Um, <laughs> but anyway, like, it feels like, I don't know. 
they uh, Jack had a line an episode back where he talked about how like he gave up like all of the pursuits in life and it was like uh, you know money wealth women uh, food drink and all that stuff uh, and I feel like this author has you know focused their life into f- <laughs> it's sort of taken the Jack Onma approach uh, but also kept food and drink in it but anyway That's Tokugawa. But I'm not sure how Baki will listen, old man. There's one thing Baki's got that the other three haven't got. As everyone knows, blood runs through his blood. He descends from the Hanma line. So does Jack, doesn't he? The blood runs thin in him. What I yeah, it the one I don't like when they treat Hanma blood like like a superpower. Um, like I don't want to. You know, it, it sort of leans into like a chosen one type of thing. But at the same time, it's like you. Could, the way I like to look at it is that Yujiro's just the strongest man around, and this is his son. So you know he's gonna have a lot in common with him. Um, but I don't know. It's it always feels weird. The idea of like Hanma blood feels a little too generic shonen. But whatever. <laughs> Well, after all, he failed, didn't he? So it must run thin in him. Oh, I love that. I love that justification. If you I lose, so you don't have Jack my blood. Had more of your blood in him, he would have won. Man, that's what he should be doping into his veins. Yujiro's blood. By the way, Ogre, why don't you fight Pickle? Man, when was the last time Yujiro bled in this one? Oh. Stop your wheedling, old man. Oh, he's Don't mad worry now. About Bucky. He was born for this. The two of them were oh, damn. to fight. Yujiro just cut so, through like uh, a flimsy bamboo um partition with his uh karate job. Probably his lamest feet I've ever seen. Okay. Tokugawa and his best friend Einstein Even are now so, having dinner. It shouldn't be long now. <laughs> Whoops. I've gotta be next. I'm not gonna let anyone else fight Pickle before I do. It's gotta be me. Baki's just sure still sitting across from him. Sneak in here ahead of me again, like Jack did last time. So I'm gonna stay right here. I do just want to point out, Baki raises a great point about people sneaking in, but it's also you know like he want, doesn't want anybody else to fight him. But um, you know, spoiler alert: this is we're nearing the end of the season. There's not gonna be many more fights. Um, and we started the season with like seven guys like risking their life to break into a military facility to fight Pickle um, and you could argue that like maybe the reason they're not fighting him is because they've seen the damage he's done to like Retsu and Katsumi and that type of stuff and maybe they were scared and sure I'll, I'll buy that for Kaiojaku or whatever reasons he had for coming but some of these characters were like Dopo and uh you know, Goki Shibukawa, like, these guys are literally insane. Like, they would not, I, I think there's a reason we don't see a lot of them, you know, at this point in the story, because it's like, they should be wanting to, and maybe Dobo, you could argue he doesn't want to do it because Katsumi did, but I don't see why he wouldn't just, honestly, this season should have been a domino, where it's like, Retsu fights him, then Katsumi goes, I must avenge my friend and then Kitsumi loses and Dopo goes I must avenge my friend and then maybe Goki comes in to avenge Dopo <laughs> um, 
But I get it. You, you can't do the same fight 50 times. And I think that some fights like Shibukawa versus Pickle would be stupid. Um, as much as I'd love to see it, he'd have to lose narratively. And it would just basically be like, ah, yes, technique does not work if you're up against a very strong man, which is against the whole point of his character. But anyway. As long as it takes. Just you and me, Pickle. We'll I'm realizing that, you know what, I'm going to go back because right. I'm dumb. Jacked it it is, it is a uh, one, two, three, four, uh, octagon that the agree- arena is in. I wonder if UFC took their style from Baki. I'm almost certain it's the other way around, but whatever. You may notice that I like to talk over their dialogue a lot. That's when it will happen. When Pickle gets hungry. It's it's because I feel bad playing this without talking. <laughs> it feels less transformative. Um, anyway, <laughs> just just so you understand. Enough to want to eat me. No, I believe I've solved that problem. <laughs> and don't forget that's that's my foley word for eating. That he's already killed. Huh? You mean that T Rex that was discovered alongside him in the salt mine? Oh my god, yeah, that T-Rex. Imagine if humanity found a, a fully intact T-Rex that, first of all, looked like Jurassic Park. Take that, scientists. No feathers on this guy. But nobody cares about it. Like, everybody's focused. And I get it, Pickle's impressive, but this is a real T-Rex. Fully intact. And the only thing we're doing with it is Pickle's going to eat it. I guess it's the humanitarian thing. It's better than feeding him just every Siberian tiger. But whatever. What is it? Huh? How much would this be worth? 90 pounds of real Tyrannosaurus Rex meat. <laughs> that is probably fun How enough. much? How much would this be worth? Let's get out of here. I don't want to end up as an appetizer. How much would you pay, listeners, for 90 pounds of T-Rex meat? Um, I'd pay a lot. <laughs> but I don't know. To be honest, if I eat it, I feel like I'd just like get some sort of ancient parasite and die. Especially, oh my god, Pickle's eating it raw. It's going to be quite salty, too. Oh, he's giving Baki some. He's so nice. Oh, still holding it. You insist? <laughs> It'd be great if this was how Baki beat Pickle. He just got like a dino power up. To be fair, that is how Baki sort of beats Pickle. But I mean, like, he eats the dinosaur meat and gets stronger. Thanks for sharing, man. It's really good. What what kind of meat is this? What did you expect Pickle to say there, Baki? Yeah, I feel pretty stuffed too. Baki's talking like how I talk to my dog. Like, just asking these questions (laughs) that they have no way of answering. And then Pickle just responds with a grunt, like, Did you enjoy that, Pickle? Uh, Yeah, yeah, I bet you did. Wait a minute. If Pickle isn't hungry, then... (laughs) Sorry, Pickle looks like he died. He just laid down to sleep. He won't need to fight ever again. I have a team working on it. So far, the look results at, are Look very at Albert promising. Einstein, this monster. What results? Just Using making it so Pickle doesn't have to fight have humanity's best We're fighters. On reproducing it with biotechnology. Is that biotechnology. Even possible? 
We have two years. That's how long it will take him to consume the current supply of T-Rex meat. By then, I think we'll be able to reproduce it in massive quantities, which means that Pickle will always be right. well-fed. This, this is just a big strike on the medical community. It, two years is all it takes to create T-Rex meat. <laughs> I think that... I think that, you know, we don't have a pickle or anything, but I think that this should be the top priority of scientists across the world. Well fed, Just two years, that's all it takes. To fight ever again. He can relax and enjoy a nice leisurely meal just like a normal person. I don't think Pickle's gonna do that, man. He fought a truck. Yes. Oh, Haniyama's back. Hanging out with Tokugawa, they just had a shot uh, of whiskey. I assume whiskey could be anyway, something that's else. Professor Payne's theory. Is a scientist. Both Hanayama and Yujiro, just as an aside, have just had moments where they stare at Tokugawa and their pupils have gone away. So it's just this white-eyed stare. And it's like, okay. <laughs> cool. I'm a scholar. Guys like him can't help but think that way. Alright, never mind him then. What does a Yakuza think? What does a fighting master like yourself think? I did. This is me after I go to the doctor and get a diagnosis I don't like. Alright, what does is, what is the Yakuza think? <laughs> Ignore the scientists. <laughs> Make contact with him once, but it was only for a moment. Yeah, right. Hanayama, he, he did well against Where? Pickle. When? It was just a shoving match. Damn, I wish I could have seen that. <laughs> a shoving match between Hanayama and Pickle? Ah, I love Tokugawa. Don't worry. He's such an important part of the, making this show work. The way we do. Like, he does? he's sort of like a huge dweeb at times, but he has this like air of respect because I guess fight. he has so much he money. He comes from this noble strength. family. But you sort of need the this guy that everybody knows is a huge weakling when they're in the same room. and it, are comfortable talking they with. Remain strangers for long. They I gaze would. at each other. And eventually they're drawn toward each other. We're back in the arena. A nice shot of all the teeth that are still there, which only shows up in close-ups. Uh, but Baki and Pickle are looking at each other. They're in a fighting arena, and something's gonna happen. They're probably gonna fight. It was just an idea that Baki had had. He couldn't have known how effective it would prove to be. Even though Pickle's hunger had been satisfied, even though he felt completely at peace, even yep. though he couldn't understand the language, okay. he knew that this man was trying to provoke him. Baki just walked up. Oh, tapped his face. Baki's such an asshole. He does this all the time. Oh, Pickle didn't like it. It wasn't a violent approach. In fact, it was gentle. <laughs> but it was this very gentleness that provoked Pickle. Pickle looks like he is he going to eat Baki this second. Never I've never seen before. him so mad. Oh, we're in the UFK. Which I, I believe is the copyright version of the North UFC. I'm almost sure this is a real story with names that have been changed by one letter. His opponent in the first match was an unknown fighter named Timo. Timo. Okay. But the fight proved to be shockingly difficult. Lorian won in the end. Okay. But he was so exhausted that he lost his eyesight, and he had to forfeit the second match. Afterwards, Timo was asked what his secret was that had driven him to fight so savagely. Have you ever been so exhausted you lose your eyesight? 
I don't know what that means. Like, is this neurological damage, or did he? <laughs> was he literally so sleepy his eyelids kept closing? He was like, oh, I can't keep them open. That's the end of this flight. And so well, it was that little pat on the cheek he gave me. The jerk. No one insults me like that. Oh yeah, patting somebody on the cheek isn't very nice. Yeah, well, little etiquette lesson. took my slaps as an insult and it got you mad enough to want to fight and that means right. you pickle pushed baki across the arena the first time since you and now born, oh baki kicked him fighting out of hunger you were fighting out of pride well he's fighting out of pride earlier also baki we just discussed this but i guess you weren't there oh Redsy's back yes the battle has begun baki hanma versus the champion of the age of dinosaurs I love Ratsy. Nobody else can get away with saying a line like that <laughs> in, in that voice. Oh my god. Um, anyway, this is setting up the... Uh, you know, We're going to be talking about this for a while because this is setting up the final fight of the season. Uh, so it's going to be Pickle versus Baki in the arena and Retsu and Tokugawa and Hanayama are going to be commentating. <laughs> Good lord, Baki has knocked him down! Good lord! Yes, with a vicious high roundhouse kick. Beautifully done, brutally effective. Yeah, that was a very brutally effective, but like, gonna do nothing. Has so this isn't about feeding. Hey, Bach is wrapping up his fists or his wrists, I guess. Taking his shoes off. Is a unto wrapping his ankles. Shirts coming off. Got the classic Baki red, uh, red mini shorts on. Short shorts, I guess. He knows he must put it in terms that Pickle can understand. Oh, and Kickle. <laughs> Kickle. Pickle gets kicked in the face. Oh. Kill or be killed? Kicked oh, in the face again. <laughs> Maybe eat or be eaten, huh? Well, sorry about that either. Pickle, he's gonna kill him. No, Rocky, don't. <laughs> fighting, Pickle. Tokugawa is the world's biggest optimist. You've seen how these fights go. Oh, oh, he's choking him. Yeah, of course he isn't. Alright, Pickle's, move, Pickle's moving real fast now. He jumped like a hundred feet in the air. <laughs> Alright, now from a hundred feet in the air, Baki's doing like a sleeper hold. Oh, and they're gonna land on Baki. That's a fall of nearly seventy. No, of nearly one hundred feet. Okay, this this is this has got to be like a thing. Retsu, the amount of time Retsu has said some arbitrary measurement and then went and then backpedaled immediately, like. I don't know. I always think of when he met Jack Han when he was like, he must be six foot, no, six foot 11 or 12. Um, anyway, seven, 70, no wait, 90 feet. Another one. Oh, shit. Oh, I shit. Fall from that height. I love when they swear on the show. <laughs> we are really high up. <laughs> oh, look, he's here. Man, this is crazy. Uh oh. 
Anyway, as they're falling, a bunch of um, untranslated Japanese characters just come up, so I don't know what those mean. I saw 30 on one of them, so I assume that's the number of feet to the floor. Here comes the <laughs> oh my god. I was giving Dorian versus Suedo flashbacks. Alright, the dust settles. Oh! Baki's on his two feet. Although, it looks like it hurt. Pickle looks okay. Impossible. Pickle, maybe. But for Baki to still be on his feet after a fall from that height. That's insane. <laughs> Is Baki Hanma really that Taniyama really acts like I would if I was there. Oh shit. That's insane. Oh, okay. Pickle's walking up. Baki's He's not moving. What's he gonna do? Oh. Are they gonna kiss? Oh, and coming out from Pickle. What a lame way to end the episode. <laughs> I love the ending music, honestly. Um, I shouldn't play too much, though, or else I will get the podcast equivalent of copyright struck. I don't believe that's a thing, but whatever. All right, well, <laughs> that was, I was glad, um, I'm, I'm glad that I had enough to talk about. Uh, that is, you know, I'm not going to say it's one of my favorite episodes, but I do think the Jack Hanma bit is one of my favorite parts of the season. Uh, next week we'll have a guest, I promise. Um, and yeah, yeah, uh, I guess the questions I would ask myself are, uh... <laughs> What, 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 what do I usually ask? Do I think Baki's getting better? Yeah, it's getting better. It's uh, I think that actually... I don't know, it's tough. I think that the that, that this season of Baki Hanma, this 27 episodes that came out, is actually quite good. Um, I think that the Pickle arc was really good, and I think that the Father-Son arc is really good. And um, I don't know if the Father-Son stuff is better than the Pickle arc. They're sort of the opposites of each other. The Pickle arc starts really strong and sort of tapers off a bit. And the father-son one starts a little bit slow and gets better. Um, I'm going to... I don't know. Um, but, I, 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 you know, the show is still staying good. Now, do we have a fan question for this week? I've been so busy I haven't even checked. Um, oh, we do. All right. Let's see. Great job as always, Steve. Thank you. Uh, fan question. What Olympic sport would each fighter excel yet at? Oh my god. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I'm just gonna go with the fighters from this episode. So Jack, Baki, Pickle. Um, Hanayama's there, so if they're, you know, I'm gonna guess that he would be good at, uh, the grip world championships, but that's not really an Olympic sport. I'm gonna say curling. I feel like there's a lot of grip in that. Uh, but for the fighters of the episode, Jack Hanma is the world's <laughs> jack on would be an nba player um there's very few players jack's height so he'd be like a center but um a big problem in the nba is like you know when you get to that height you lose a lot of your athleticism and so you know the the sport is made up of smaller guys with better moves and big guys with with you know able to rebound and box out more um jack would be like shack times two uh <laughs> jack could eat shack uh so I, I think he'd be great at basketball. Baki could do 
almost no sports. He was horrible when he did that fitness exam. So I'm going to just put him in for like judo. That's an Olympic sport. Um, and pickle. Oh my God. What, what couldn't pickle do? Uh, pickle do the triathlon, the, the decathlon. He'll win them all. Even if there's ones that don't make sense. Like if he has to do shooting or something, I think his overall score would be enough. Um, it'd be a good year for Japan if their fighters ever went to the Olympics. Oh, also, a uh, secondary question uh, for Spy Family fans. Anya versus Tokugawa. Um, Anya is smarter. Anya can read people's minds. And Tokugawa is like 85. Uh, Anya might even be taller than him at this point. Uh, so I'm going to give it to Anya. All right. Thank you so much, everybody. That's all the Baki I've got to talk to. See you all next week. Bye. <laughs>